is happening now? We're about to send you back to the Remuta! <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Future, the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us or both of us might not have seen and we take a look at it now. I'm Drew Bridger. I'm Amber Inch. And today we still have our feet firmly planted in the Action AF 90s and we are casting our minds back to... 1999 to take a look at the film that gave goths and cyberpunks <laughs> their aesthetic for the next seemingly 15 years. I'd say still going. It is the film that made combat boots, black t-shirts, sunglasses and knee-length le- leather jackets the key fashion item. Even in the summer. Even in the height of summer, I can attest to that personally. (laughs) There is no weather that you cannot wear a knee-length leather jacket in, I can tell you that. No. If the will is there, (laughs) you can pull it off. If you're determined enough. If you are determined enough. It will happen. If you haven't already guessed, today we are talking about, I would say it's more of a modern classic, but a classic nonetheless. We are talking about... The Matrix. Now, I mean, was I in The Matrix for a second then? Because I swear I heard the sounds of The Matrix then. I saw green digits flying down my eyes in front of me as you did that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. You're yeah. the chosen one, are you? Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> I am. Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe How I am the know? chosen one. How would we even know? Question is, if I was the chosen one, would I know it yet? No, you wouldn't. No. Because someone has to come and find you. Exactly. No one's come and found me yet. It's no. like everyone's waiting for their letter to Hogwarts, yeah. right? Here I am waiting to be told I'm the chosen one and can do all of this superhero stuff <laughs> and change the Matrix to my will. Yeah. Now, I do have to admit, it came as a bit of a surprise to me that you hadn't seen the Matrix because... To give everyone a little bit of a peek behind the scenes into the lives of the people that are bringing you this podcast that you are listening to right now with your very own ears. Hopefully. Hopefully. No not other with part. anything else. <laughs> no. It's not recommended you listen to Back to the Future with any <laughs> other part of your body other than your ears. If you are... Go and seek a doctor immediately. Yes. Now, it comes as a surprise to me because your dad is one of the biggest Matrix fans that I personally know about. Like, I know people that like the movie. I know people even that like the sequels to this movie. (laughs) But I don't know anyone that likes this movie and the sequels to this movie and any IP that is attached to this movie as much as your dad. I am even in a Destiny clan with your dad, which is named... After a reference to the Matrix. What is it called? It's Aquilum. I might understand it now. It's yeah, you will. It's it's Aquilum Labortis Red. No, I don't understand. Little Red Pill. Oh right. So he didn't say that in the film, did they? Yeah, he said take the red pill. No, he didn't call it that though. No. Where did that come from then? Because it's Latin and it's cool. Oh right, okay. That's <laughs> oh, so cool. <laughs> Not very futuristic. <laughs> I mean, there was. Uh, Latin stuff in the Matrix. I don't yeah, know. Okay, yeah. They had to program Latin into the Matrix <laughs> at some right, point, right, right. didn't they? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, guess so. This is the thing. The machines had to build oh, the Matrix, didn't but they? They? Could, they could miss out everything that they don't want us to know. So they could just absolutely get rid of, like, Cliff Richard. I mean, <laughs> as far as we know... In the Matrix, there is no reference to Cliff Richard. (laughs) So for all intents and purposes, you might be right. Yeah, they could just get rid of everything that they don't want us to know about. 
anyway, you're deflecting the subject here. Right. As someone whose own father <laughs> that helped bring you into this world and give you life, you have not seen The Matrix in its entirety. No, that was the first time. The first time that you've seen it all the way through. Yeah. How? I don't know. What do you mean? It's not, it's not an Did he... interest to me. Did he not at some point tell you this is possibly one of the greatest pieces of modern cinema? Yeah. Sit down and watch it with me. Well, um... As well, a father-daughter no, bonding experience. No. <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not interested in that. That's not a thing. And then he would try and explain it to me. No, Dad. <laughs> that's not cool. I was only eight when this film came out. That is true. And then, you know, in a couple of years, by the time I was maybe old enough to kind of get into it, he knew what type of person I was and probably knew that I wasn't going to be interested. And so he kept trying to explain to me what it was about, what was going on. And I was like... I'd, Too I just, interested in your iPhone, no, ironically. What, well, at eight? <laughs> <laughs> and I just immediately just didn't understand what he was talking about. So I just thought, oh, no. And I've watched it. Still don't really understand. <laughs> Still don't really understand what it's about. I mean, if we're going to be honest, I kind of understand. There's like I have a basic. When I watch films, I have this basic level of like, right, some things are going in, some things are going in. I right. kind of get like the basic plot of what's happening, but a lot of it is going straight over my head, and I just don't understand. Speaking of basic plot, I do think that we need to do our usual thing that we do for this podcast. So if anyone is new to this podcast, at the start of the podcast, we always get an idea of what whoever it is that hasn't seen the film that we're talking about, usually Amber. <laughs> That's because you won't let me do ones that you haven't seen. You're, I, a, you're a hog. I'm looking for them. I'm looking for them. It's in the process. It's a reason to keep listening. You never know who it's going to be. Mostly Amber. Shut up. <laughs> oh, that's because somebody's cheating. <laughs> we will get to ones that I haven't seen oh, before. Will They're we? on the list. Are I promise they? you. Are they? I promise oh, you're you. you're looking for them. Looking I'm in looking air for quotes. Them. Looking for them. I promise them. you. Well, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to be <laughs> buying them and then you're going to have to watch them. <laughs> well, at least, at least then we know that they're coming. This is what I'm saying. It's going to yeah, happen. Okay. At the start of every podcast, we get a plot synopsis from whoever it is that hasn't seen the film. In this case, it is Amber. Of what they thought the film was going to be about before they watched it. So, Amber, what did you think The Matrix was about before watching it? Okay, so you've already mentioned the fact that I grew up with one of the biggest... (laughs) Luckily, a big fan but not a big fan so far as I'm going to dress like them. So I didn't have to walk <laughs> around like shopping or at that Tesco it, with somebody wearing like those clothes. That, that was yeah. like, that is, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, like, that it's not that strange. No, like there's, that's one thing I will say. He's a huge fan of the franchise, which, you know, is fine. I admire that. It's great. I can relate to that, being a fan of this franchise, okay? He's under no delusions that he is in the Matrix (laughs) at any point. I've heard him say it a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but... Not in the film, in the actual, like... Right, but he's not under the illusion that he can dodge bullets or anything. (laughs) He's not under the illusion that he can immediately operate... A V-12 helicopter. No, no, or, no. No, no obviously, exactly. No. <laughs> so what did you think the film was going to be about? Yeah, so I kind of had it, had had it explained to me already. But as I say, some of it goes in and then a lot of it goes over my head. So I knew Neo is the chosen one. Keanu Reeves is the chosen one. Okay. okay. He... Keanu. <laughs> he goes into the Matrix... <laughs> I thought he went in to the Matrix somehow. Right. Okay. Okay. So um, the Matrix was a thing that existed that you could go into. And I knew that the people in there didn't know they were in it. Right. I thought the group that he became a part of or the group that found him was kind of by accident. Right. And they were just a team of people that could manipulate it. He could see it, so he could physically see the code. Oh, And they took him on because they were like, oh, he's one of us, that type of thing. Ah, So I didn't really know the story. I just knew that at some point he could see code. He jumped quite high. And then, like, 
people will fight. So it's kind of like Xavier's school for gifted individuals, but for computer nerds. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, oh, you can see the Matrix no, like us. You're one of us. Knew. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. But, and there was like agents that were after him and that were fighting him because he knew the secret type of thing. Okay. Yeah. But and in actuality, as I started watching it. I saw him in the goo and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember now. We're all in the Matrix and now he's in the real world. It's the opposite way around. Yeah. So before it started, I kind of forgot. And then as it started, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. In I actuality, it's a little, it's, yeah. it's a bit darker than that. Yeah, it was that quite, yeah. Actually, everything we think we know is a computer simulation mm. and they pull him out of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think of the Matrix in that case? Can you see maybe... What your dad's fascination with the franchise is now? I know exactly why he likes it. I always knew why he liked it. Okay. Because that's his type of thing. I'm not a sci-fi person, but it's not an inaccessible film of the genre, if you see what I mean. So even though I'm not a sci-fi fan, I could watch it and still enjoy it because there's action in it as well. And there's there's a proper storyline that it hits. Sometimes when it's sci-fi, it's a little bit all over the place and it's yeah it's a bit confusing sometimes isn't it and they try and put too much but this was just a basic storyline and they just played out the story i mean it's a basic storyline you are right i don't mean basic i mean you can understand what's happening and they play the story out exactly yeah you can summarize the plot to someone yeah yeah to get them interested in it really easily but when you get into it it becomes more complex and it becomes as you're watching it, very almost conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like, like this is the kind of film that back in the early 2000s, conspiracy theorists <laughs> would look at and think that they're woke because yeah. this is how yes, conspiracy yeah. theorists in, think in their own minds mm. that to like convince themselves we're, we're that the they're power. right. We're power in an alien or like an AI yeah. world and we're the battery. <laughs> yeah, like everyone that's working for the system are just sheep, man. Yeah, and they, they don't see around, the matrix like we do. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, all right. You know, you can you can keep telling yourself that. It's like, I know I've got free will because I can see outside of the matrix. <laughs> that was my Keanu Reeves impression as well, yeah, by okay. the way. He, he might crop up a few times. actually do one. Whoa, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a video once which was just a comparison of Keanu Reeves' woes from throughout his <laughs> this career. This one wasn't a very good one. It was quite good, actually, because it was quite subtle. It was, it was a very I subtle one. That. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a Bill and Ted, whoa. <laughs> no, it was just like a, whoa. <laughs> because, I mean, this time what he saw actually warranted that reaction. Yeah, exactly. Somebody jumping exactly. across a building like that. I think there was one in Bram Stoker's Dracula as well that they mixed in where he was it was a little bit like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so every so often we do get a Keanu whoa. <laughs> but I will go on record now as saying that when this film came out 1999 I believe it was in the summer I was only 12 when okay. it came out so I couldn't watch this in cinemas but is it a 15 it is a 15 yes when it eventually came out on dvd at the time (laughs) revolutionary (laughs) i know wow the matrix came out and was one of the biggest selling dvds of all time because not only was it like oh the graphics on these Hmm. these digital versatile discs (laughs) are so good. Like, they're so much better than watching it on regular old (laughs) tape VHS. So it sold huge amounts on DVD, but also it had all of the making of, all of the Easter eggs. I've seen those things. I've seen the extra bits, but I just never saw the film. (laughs) (laughs) I I did backwards. I was like, oh yeah, I watched the making of this and all of these explode and it was foam. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love that you watch the breakdown (laughs) of an action scene in The Matrix before having the context of what that scene was actually about. It kind of showed you the context. It was basically they're just fighting their way through a building. Like That's just standard, isn't it? (laughs) And there's a lot of implications in that as well, I do have to say. But we'll come back to that in a little while. When I first 
watch this film on DVD. I, I, I watched it and I'd seen a few references to it because it was a really big mm-hmm. film at the time. Yeah, it was really referenced, even now sometimes. But Exactly. Like, it just, oh, for the next three, four years, up until about 2003... It was everything. just, everyone was going, every single thing that you watched on TV, it was something to do with it. Somebody like going backwards slowly. Exactly. Like, oh. <laughs> I could spew off a list of films that have references to The Matrix in them. But I honestly think that The Matrix, aside from perhaps Casablanca, might be one of the most referenced <laughs> films of all time. Mm. I think it's like... You always think, though. Every I think it's time like a film the comes Matrix, out that's really big, yeah. though, in the next couple of years, you're always going, oh, do you remember that? That must have been the most referenced yeah. film of all time. Like, so that's what you think all the time. But then you, you think back to everything that's still referencing The Matrix. I think it's like The Matrix, Jurassic Park, perhaps yeah. Back to the Future. yeah. And Casablanca. Alien, actually, as well. Oh, and Alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things do reference Alien, actually, as well. But I honestly think that it's so easy to do a really short reference to The Matrix. All you need to do is have someone pose... And have the camera like spin <laughs> yes, round them, yeah. and that's it. That's yeah. that's a Matrix reference. Yeah. Anytime someone walks into a building, and you see their feet first, followed by a long coat, like <laughs> panning upwards. That's a reference to the Matrix. Whenever somebody goes, you know? "Whoa, that's a reference." Well, to that's the well. I mean, that's more of a reference to Keanu, but no, we can call it that. a Matrix. It's the exact reference. one that he did in the yeah. Matrix. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When I first watched this film, I will openly admit i became hugely obsessed with it i watched this <laughs> film so much and before i put it on for you before this podcast yeah i hadn't watched it in a good few years and well, yeah because we've been together for a long time yeah we haven't watched it, we haven't watched it no so it must have i mean you wouldn't have watched it by yourself really now well days, i would you? might have i might no, have attempted well, no, I didn't. No, so it's been at least seven years. Exactly. Is what I'm to say. Exactly. So I haven't watched it in quite some time. Hmm. And as soon as it went on, I still remembered every single beat of this film. Like the intonations for when oh, people say things. Well, and... I'm really, I'm very thankful and appreciative to you that you didn't sit next to me and do all of the work. No, there was only one bit that I did do, which was was my favourite bit of the film, which is, I know Kung Fu. (laughs) Show me. (laughs) I was like, I love that bit. I can't, I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it with everyone looking. (laughs) I thought you knew Kung Fu. Yes, I know, but I've got an audience now. (laughs) It's different. He gave me the software, but he gave me the software to do it in public. <laughs> he put in do it at home software. Why did you program in stage fright into all of my <laughs> comeback and training? <laughs> That's not part of the program, man. Ah, oh. and then when he's on the phone at the start in the office block, and he's trying to convince him to go out onto the scaffolding yeah. to climb down, and he goes. No way! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like no a real. Way. That was a real Bill and Ted moment. Then no way. See, he can't help it. It's not. It's just his voice. Exactly. But this is the film that solidified Keanu Reeves yeah, as did. an action mm. star. Yeah, definitely. This is the turning point, if anything, yeah. in Keanu Reeves' career because Keanu, after Keanu. <laughs> oh after, no. I'm going to call him he from now on. (laughs) He, as soon as he had done The Matrix, everyone realised that he was just so good at playing the straight-faced action star. Yeah, people took the mickey out of him because they said, oh, he's so wooden, he doesn't have any expressions, and look how how he isn't moving his face, that kind of stuff. And I think, well, he'd already done Speed, and that was already pretty action-packed. Yeah. So everybody knew exactly what he was like, and everyone was being really mean about him, and I... But even in Speed, he was a little bit quippy. In yeah, this, suppose. there's yeah, no well, quips well, no, that he does. It's, no, he doesn't. No, it's not remotely funny, is it? No. This is so weird, actually. I never even thought about it when we were watching it. There is not one thing about the film that you laugh. 
No, this is like the I've one of the most deadly before. serious action. <laughs> it is film. the most serious film I've ever watched. Yeah, I've never sat through a film and not once laughed. Right, but I didn't laugh once. Well, except at like no way. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Yeah, I know, but that isn't part of the film. No, it's not intentional. (laughs) There's no part of this film that I think makes you intentionally laugh to like like, break the tension. No, no. If this had been in the Marvel universe, you would have Morpheus kind of making (laughs) quips and every so often to like break the tension. Yeah, you would. It's kind of annoying, isn't it? Yeah. There are some moments that you go, huh. Like, you know, like, not a laugh, but like, huh, oh, you know. Like when he's, like when he says, oh. Like, when when they're in the dojo and he says, you think that's air you're breathing? Oh. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, right, okay. It's farts. It's, it's farts. <laughs> they have been in there fighting for a long time. They're not breathing air. They are breathing sweat and farts. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very intense, actually, isn't it? It's a, it's a film that takes itself yeah, very, very seriously, seriously. Yeah, but very it's serious. also it would be very easy for the matrix to have taken itself too seriously that it kind of goes right up to the line of taking itself too seriously and being too philosophical mm. and too questioning reality and too you know to the point yeah. where you'd go oh god bloody hell i'm tired of this <laughs> But doesn't actually go over that line. No. Which I do have to say, Morpheus, for a person who is meant to have all of the answers, he doesn't have to ask a bloody lot of questions. (laughs) I'm looking back on it now. (laughs) So this isn't real. What is real? I don't know, Morpheus. (laughs) You you bloody tell me. You're the one with the answers. I'm asking you what the Matrix is. You're the one that's meant to be bloody telling me. Don't answer my question with another question. This isn't Jeopardy. We're not playing for points here, Morpheus. That's the mark of a good leader, though. He's asking you those questions so that you think about them and come to the answer yourself. Oh, God damn. That's a coaching technique. Wow, I hadn't thought of that. This film really is progressive. (laughs) So there was an implication that I mentioned earlier that I want to kind of come back on because I want to get your take on it, okay? Now, they say within the Matrix, there are the people who have been freed, who are voluntarily going back into the Matrix. They are now outside of the Matrix. Like them. Like them. Yeah, right? in a way, yeah. And they've said, in the Matrix, they are there are us... And there are them. And if you're, they're not one of us, then they are potentially an agent. Yes. Right? So that, yeah. Right, okay, on, so yeah. you're with me so far. When an agent just, like, appears out of nowhere, they embody someone who is in the Matrix, like a living person. They just yeah. take over that person yeah. as a computer program and just control them and have the appearance of an agent. Yeah. Right? And... On the rare occasion that one of them gets killed or shot or, you know, yeah. dodge this, it reverts back to the person that it was, right? right? And when they walk into the lobby in the building to rescue Morpheus and they just start shooting up all of these SWAT people yeah. and all of these security guards, yeah. all right, those are actual people! Is that not a little bit sinister? Oh. Is that not like... So they don't go back to being the other... It's not like, I've embodied you, but it's me that they're trying to kill, so I'm the one that's dead, and the person that they've embodied is still there. No, there's just a random bloody dead body on the floor afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that a little bit terrible? Yeah, that is quite bad, actually. Because, like... Well, you know, collateral damage, what are you going to do? It is collateral damage. (laughs) It is a little bit. It's, it's, And I feel bad. You're doing that, the the minor, getting rid of the few to save the many, you know. You've got rid of the small group because ultimately it's saving everybody else. Right. Okay. Okay. I can understand that. But do they have to shoot quite (laughs) so many people? Yes, because they were shooting them. Because I'm pretty sure that if... I'm pretty sure that if they hadn't walked in with quite so many guns, the security guards would have just been like, oh, okay, all right, Yeah, that's a good point. Then. Why did he actually show them that he had all those guns? Exactly. He could have just been like, he could have just done his kung fu on him. 
chopped yeah. him about a little bit, like un- made him unconscious points. or something. Did the Karate Kid, yeah, like you're paralysed now but not dead, but you think right. you're dead, you can't <laughs> use your arm. Everything goes back to the Karate Kid. History it. repeats itself. <laughs> In the Matrix, <laughs> history repeats itself. Everything Karate is circular. I wonder if Karate Kid is something in the Matrix. I wonder if it is. I wonder. They wouldn't if... have been able to get rid of that. I don't. You couldn't possibly, <laughs> because so Karate exists in the Matrix. So therefore, the Karate Kid must yeah, have also to exist. The fact that, that he knows kung fu and other martial arts implies the existence of karate, which implies the existence of a Karate Kid. Yeah. So. Yes. Definitely. And if anyone can see through the Matrix, it's probably Johnny Lawrence, let's be honest. <laughs> He's probably one that made that red-dressed, blonde-haired woman because he loves right? babes so much. It's babes. <laughs> babes and hot tunes. Johnny Lawrence is... Even the Matrix couldn't program someone like Johnny Lawrence. And that's how I... <laughs> That's how I know that Johnny Lawrence exists outside of the Matrix. Because no, not even a computer simulation could come up with Johnny Lawrence, right? Yeah, that is right. Yeah, so we could have just... Sh- he didn't have to show him all the guns. He could have just given him, like, a paralysing chop. Sure. And then it kind of... It just would have been a lot easier. They, wouldn't, they didn't have to kill so many people. I didn't realise that. I didn't know that the security guards were people that were embodied. I thought they were just working there. Well, no, the security guards are still just security guards, but yeah. they're people. They're like... Yeah, of course. They're, they're security pe- guards aren't people. <laughs> no, they're, they're, pe- they're people that exist on the outside, but their minds are in the Matrix. But, you know, in within the realms of the Matrix, that's a person that just worked. Yeah, they're dead now. Yeah. That's yeah. a person that lived their life, right? But... Got a job as a security guard, and all of a sudden, <laughs> this dude coming in, looking like he's from... A Linkin Park music video <laughs> walks in and shows me he's got a bunch of guns under his coat. <laughs> and next thing I know, he kicked me through a wall. And now he's dead. But then <laughs> they just regrow more people. I mean, that's the thing, though. Now you're thinking like a machine. <laughs> there we go. Uh-oh. We'll just grow more people. Yeah, they're just okay. going to grow more people to yeah. compensate for it. So what I want to know, the thing that I thought of when okay. I was watching this... And it was a strange thought, but I did think it. When the mind in the Matrix dies... Everything in the Matrix is a strange thought. So you're okay. But when the mind in the Matrix dies... Dies. Because the the body can't live without the mind or whatever. What do they do with the body in the goo? Well, they said that what they do is anyone that dies, they liquefy down and use that to give nutrition to the ones that are still alive. yeah. Yeah. So basically, mm. the goo that they find themselves in is like a nutrient to help the body grow yeah. oh, in the yeah. pods. Yeah, that's dead people. <laughs> that's the so implication. You're, you're just becoming baby food. Yep. But that's fine. That's quite nice, isn't it? You're just helping another another human or another life to live. I mean, one thing I will say in favour of the machines, it is efficient. It is efficient. Because that is a perfect demonstration of no waste recycling. Yeah, because what I was thinking of, they just shoot them down. <laughs> they just, like, shoot them down that water tube thing. And then somewhere in this machine world, real world thing, there's just, like, one massive, huge tower of, like, dead bodies. <laughs> that is far more sinister. <laughs> no, the machines are a little bit more effective and efficient than that. that I, I kind of missed that bit. I didn't really. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I missed that. No, no, they just melt you down this and feed I mean. you to Some the. Some of like the basic yeah. plot points kind of get stuck in there, and I kind of know what's happened. But then those little things just. Uh, well, this is the thing. This is what. This is exactly what Morpheus's exposition dump does. For him. Yeah, it's, it's... so then because it was so much, I think I almost didn't catch a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot. And, yeah. and again, there are loads of Easter eggs But nobody ever just notice. watches that once, do they? No, so you this get is one the thing. watch, and now I've got the knowledge of this first watch, and then I'd have to go back and watch it probably like ten more times so I properly understood what was actually going on. Yeah, exactly, and that's exactly what I did because I had the DVD of it. And the great thing about DVDs <laughs> is I didn't need to rewind them. So as soon as it was over, I could hit play again, and it would go on again. Oh. And I could and I could be like, oh, okay, so this is the point where this happens, and this is where this Easter yeah. egg is. Yeah, right. So all of these things that you start noticing. 
Like when yeah, he looks out the window like at the wind, window washers, the soap down the window resembles the Matrix, apparently. That's an Easter egg that I found out on the Does DVD it? extras, apparently. <laughs> yeah, didn't look like I think they're grasping at straws they for are Easter a eggs. Bit, yeah, that is, yeah. yeah, like, so his door number 101. Also, Neo is an anagram of one. So, I mean, that's it like, is. They kept saying, oh, yeah, they kept saying, you Unless, need to unplug. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you need to unplug, oh, 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 oh. man. Yeah. But yes, you're right. It is an anagram of one, which you you, are, you correctly notice. And unless you are some of the minority who, when first watching this film, thought that his name was Neil. <laughs> <laughs> which is no way near as cool. Like, who named... What? No. Whose hacker was... name is Neil? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so funny. <laughs> it's Neil, but it's sevens at the end, so it's really cool. <laughs> It's N31L. <laughs> so we can safely establish that his name is not Neil, it's Neo. And not like, baby, come closer. <laughs> not rapper Neo. Right. R&B I also think I spelled his Neo. name wrong. How do you spell Neil? N-I-E-L. <laughs> I, or N-E-I-L. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, There's numbers exactly. in there, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all spelled in, in numerics, so, it's, <laughs> so you know that they're really cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's Easter eggs like that that I would kind of go Those back are the only and watch through. That I knew. But actually, like things that people are still using now. Whenever you're watching loads of stuff on YouTube and you or you're surf, surfing the net, <laughs> browsing the <laughs> yeah. interwebs, and then you kind of click through things and you go off on like a tangent, people still say you're going down the rabbit hole. Because you've gone down, down, I, down, yes, like getting lost in the internet. True. And people still use that. Yeah, and Alice in Wonderland, there are a lot of references to that. Which, like, I mean, that makes sense because she found herself in a place that might exist, might not exist. Yeah, exactly. It's a different, strange kind of parallel world. Is she in the real world then or when she comes out? Is that the real world? Like, you mm. know, it's very confusing. Lots of colourful so characters. It does make sense. She learns kung fu. She learns kung fu. She does. She yeah. cries a lot and goes, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, so uh, Alice in Wonderland is one of like the big references of the film. That There are more references than you think to that throughout the film. Mm. One thing I will say, though, watching The Matrix for the first time some 20-odd years later, which yeah. is a little bit foreboding to think about, <laughs> I, have to, I have to admit... I, I do have to say the one thing that really weighs down the Matrix as far as dating it in a way goes is the, the fact that they're tied down to hardwired and wired in technology. Yeah. <laughs> like all of the technology that they use, except for cell phones, which the, the ones that they use are Nokia. <laughs> because they're durable. Yeah, and he dropped one off the top of a building. Still worked. I mean, <laughs> there's some poor Dangerous. sod on the street level below that's going to take a Nokia <laughs> to the head. You may as well have just dropped, dumped a brick down there. Right? <laughs> so, you know, the pinnacle of cell phone technology at the time was Nokia. And everything that mm. they use is hardwired in. It does make me think that with the advent of wireless technology now and the internet in the palm of our hands, in our pockets. Mm. It's like, how is the Matrix going to like react to that functionality now if they make a new one, which well, they are? Are they not pretty much controlling everything that we do? So if the AI doesn't want us to have palm and wireless technology, then it won't give it to us. Won't let us have I it. mean, that is true. Drip feeding us technology so we don't get too far ahead of because ourselves. Because then we might anything. start revolting. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> make our own AI and then yeah. we beat them up. And then it just goes in big circles. So, like, the rest of the, for, for the rest of time, we make an AI, kills off their AI. All of a sudden, our AI kills off us. Then we make another AI, kills up. you know. It's, it's just going to be a vicious <laughs> cycle of AI. And that's the other thing. You can tell exactly how early on this film took place as far as advents of futuristic technology yeah. is. Okay. Because any time they explain something or use an initialization of something, <laughs> there is someone that explains what that is. Right. And this is, in The Matrix, it's the first example of that. But in 
any other film that you watch after this point, they do exactly the same thing as if we don't know what that is. Because someone says AI and someone says, oh, oh yeah, yeah, artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about a different kind <laughs> of AI, my dude. Yeah, of course, artificial intelligence. Like, what do you yeah, think we're talking about? Maybe in 1999, about we didn't know what that was. We had EMP. to have it explained to us. Someone we had g- to have it explained yeah, no, to exactly. us. Exactly. But that's the first instance of having to have this explained. Yeah, yeah because like I'm using EMP, stuff. electromagnetic pulse. Yeah, okay. I didn't know what that meant, though. Oh, okay. And I live in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, they were trying to convince everybody that it was the real world so they're almost trying to say that we're living in the you know we might be living in the matrix so they have to make it as real worldly as possible they can't start using what they think is future technology because then that's not going to be relatable to our world yeah so they have to use what we had yeah so they can't start making up tech and stuff they have to just basically show what we and they did say that the matrix was programmed to be at the pinnacle of our progression before the decline yes. yeah, and before exactly. yeah. so we just AI got, got created. what we yeah. got basically we didn't get any further it was like the pinnacle yeah the pinnacle yeah. of civilization before yeah. we got too far ahead of ourselves so maybe and that's probably yeah. that's probably the exact reason why they said that so we can't then go oh why have they got such rubbish old technology then yeah, yeah. actually I mean it's kind of future protecting themselves yeah, really isn't it like I'm glad it. to see that in 2021 we haven't actually had any of these problems yet so that's quite reassuring <laughs> that we know about. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> that we know about. There's people out there trying to stop us from finding all this stuff out. Maybe there. the Matrix doesn't let us know. It wouldn't. About all it of wouldn't. these things, you know? And that's the other thing that I did like that Mouse says. But this this poor kid that got like one, maybe two lines of dialogue in this film before he eventually just got killed off. He's Mouse the... The little one that programmed the woman in red. Oh, yeah. And he, he makes a good point. Oh, yeah, what a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> he, so you like her, huh? So you like her, huh? If you want, I can set up a private date, you know, something a little more... Pro- yeah, all right, we get it. You can write programs. Okay, you keep your weird sex yeah, programs oh, right. so to yourself. So this is what happens. A man can just totally change the face of reality as you see it and he can recode everything and he just decides to make a better looking woman. <laughs> it does bring crazy. me on to a question, which I'll ask you in a second. But he brought up a good point that they said, what if the machines, because machines don't know what things taste like. So he said maybe they couldn't get the taste of chicken right. Yeah. So that's why so much stuff tastes like chicken. Yeah. Because just chicken tastes <laughs> like everything. They don't know what it is, yeah. So they don't know what it is. And I was like, that's a good point. And it does make me think every so... That's why every so often when you see something that's like, oh, deja vu or anything like that, it's like, oh, that's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, you that's know? What, like, yeah. Oh, this just tastes exactly like this. Oh, it's a glitch in the matrix. They're the same thing. They're the same thing because the programming is the same. And when they, when you have deja vu, that means they've changed something. Yes. So I was supposed to win the lottery that day and I didn't. Right, because you had deja I vu. I had deja vu. Dang. Dang. That damn deja vu. <laughs> ah, matrix, matrix stopping us from winning the lottery again. Every time. Every time. <laughs> God damn matrix. And I do have to say, when I watched this film, the only thing that I wanted after watching this film was a Nokia phone that had the <laughs> slidey down bit on it. And I got it. Did you? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I got that. And then it broke. And then I wound up with just having a 3310. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier. I, had a th- I didn't have one of those because I didn't make them in pink. <laughs> yeah, I had a 3310, but I had a Matrix cover on the back of it. So no, it's the same thing. Did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a Matrix one and then I had a Spider-Man one on the back of it. Of so. course, yeah. Very so on brand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the thing, I didn't realise how easily the thing broke and it just like <laughs> broke pretty much straight away. <laughs> So, oh yeah. They lied to you. They did lie. They did lie. But it played Snake. So yeah. that's all you want. That's all you want, really, is a high score on Snake. Matrix can't write that. Can't write what? Snake. Snake, yeah. <laughs> but they did. Oh, okay, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Looks very Matrixy, doesn't it? Yeah, Snake. it does, actually. It's, it's got like... that like, green colour. Yeah, exactly. Like the... 
Yeah, well, the first one of the first things that I did when I down when I got an iPhone was download the Snake app. So I could play Snake <laughs> on my iPhone. It's like, have we just gone backwards? Why do we even need this? <laughs> the advent of technology with having internet connectivity in your pocket and the wealth of human knowledge accessible at a touch of a button and we use it to play <laughs> Ooh, snake. snake. This is how I know the machines will never take over because we won't need them to take <laughs> over because all we want to do is play snake, yeah, really. That's all we want to do. <laughs> so we just want to play Tetris and Snake and Pac-Man. It's like, oh, wow, I can play a clip of pretty much anything that I can ever think of. Oh, wow, I can also go on Wikipedia and learn about anything that I ever wanted to know about. Oh, Snake. <laughs> oh, YouTube videos <laughs> for all eternity. <laughs> Here's a question that I want to pose to you before we move on to any talk of any sequels or anything like that. Okay. One thing I do want to ask you, hypothetically speaking. All right. All right. If you got scary, it is. It's a scary thought. All right. So bear with me. Are you sat down? Of course you're sat down. You're right in front of me. I can tell you sat down. No, I'm stood up. I'm over here. Oh god. (laughs) There's a weird glitch in the matrix. So hypothetically, I have pulled you out of the matrix. You are in the real world. Yeah. Everything that we are doing right now, all a computer simulation, right? Mm-hmm. I sit you down in the little pilot chair that they have that you can lean back into, and I put the plug into your head. What program are you wanting to learn? French braid. That's it. That's all you want. <laughs> That's all you want to instantly learn is French braiding. I want That's to know how the... to French braid my own hair. Yeah. You could learn any kind of martial arts. You could learn how to fly learn a helicopter. Arts. You could be. A... <laughs> you could learn how to fly a plane. You could learn how to jet ski. You could learn. <laughs> I can learn how to jet ski. You could learn how to water. be a gymnast. <laughs> you could learn all of the works of Shakespeare. You could learn every book ever all read. All those things that you are saying mean nothing. You just French braids. What is learning the works of Shakespeare going to get me? What's that even going to do? An education? Put something in my... <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh, do you know how to tell the time? No, but I can quote Shakespeare. Uh, all well, right, okay. all right, okay. It's not, it's not going to help you in anything. Oh, well, oh yeah, I can, I can fly a plane. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to let you though because you're not actually a pilot. I can't see any qualification. But you're telling me you know how to do it. I'm not going to give you this plane. Right. Okay. Okay. So right. I would know how to fly a plane, but no one would let me. No, worth. You could learn all kinds of medical training. What? What? Why though? But why? In case someone has like a heart attack or something, I don't know. No, why? I don't know. I don't. So you, French. So top of the list, French braids. Yes, because it's practical and useful. Bearing in mind, you're going to have to wait a long time for your hair to grow after having why? put. Because you pulled you out of the matrix. You ain't got no hair at the moment. No, but when you go back into the matrix, you've got hair. No, he had hair when he went back into the matrix. But when you go, yeah, but if I pulled you out of the matrix and you go back into the matrix, yeah. you can just mentally project whatever you want to look like. You could just immediately, you don't have to do <laughs> your hair. You just picture your hair in braids and it's there. Right, well, why can't I just picture myself doing karate then? Okay, because you can't just know <laughs> karate, can you? But you know what a French braid looks like. (laughs) You know, you know what a French braid looks like on you. Yeah, but okay, so you can do a you can do a freaking crane (laughs) kick. Great. Can you do every other karate move? Okay, fine. Well, I well I don't well I don't know then. Uh, If anything, you're learning French braids to do it on someone else. No, stupid. Wouldn't do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that's the only thing that I can think of that I'd want to learn. I mean, I'm not trying to poke holes in your logic. How to do my nails with my non-dominant hand. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. Why is that that more impressive to you than French braiding? Well, because you specified that it's your non-dominant hand. So, I mean, that's that's maybe a skill. But both of my hands are non-dominant when it comes to French braiding. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, I would be straight in there with computer programming or something. But why, though? Okay, because here's the thing, right? Do you have a If computer? I learn from a computer program 
how to program computer programs. I can program computer programs to program me with anything else I want to learn ever. Right. In entirety. Like what? What do you want to learn? Uh, you name it. Because I can program it now. Why? <laughs> because I immediately to learn, learn how to p- computer program. But what do you want to learn? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I've learnt computer programming now. So I... I know computer programming, so I can program anything I want. Let's stop that now, because that's just silly. Let's stop that. I'm going to ask you the same question. Argument done. One. Next question. I pull you out of the matrix, and I can teach you by putting that thing on your head, whatever. Right. And what is the first thing that you learn? Okay, so if if you're basically saying I'm not allowed to learn computer programming, I would probably say something like... I don't know, yeah, martial arts does sound quite cool. But like, why, teach though? me all martial arts. But why, though? Because uh, it's, it's cool. <laughs> but why? What are you going to do with it? But why? Because so I can go into the Matrix and do cool stuff like kick people through walls. Yeah, but you don't need to kick people through walls. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to kick people through walls because he's having fights with people all the time. You're just a person in the Matrix. You're just living. You're just a person in the world living. You don't need to know martial arts. All right. Um, Cookery skills? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good point, actually. Can you teach me how to chop an onion? Chop an onion without crying? <laughs> no, just yeah. chopping an onion. But like really quickly. The crying quickly. isn't the onion part. I just can't chop onions and it frustrates yeah. me. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. I want to learn like hibachi or on like tempanyaki grills. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I can do all that. Called, like juggling. Like learn how to juggle chainsaws <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. I suppose. So then like, you okay, have a juggling... job as a chainsaw juggler. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a practical <laughs> skill, but mm. it is impressive. And if I can juggle chainsaws... What other stuff can I juggle, you <laughs> Let's know? Let's try it out. And if I can juggle them, I can throw them. <laughs> can I? Yeah. So I'd be the most deadly person in the Matrix with right. a chainsaw. Yeah. Or two, you know, because you can't juggle one chainsaw. You can't That's just two. Two isn't juggling. Two is throwing and catching. One is throwing and catching. <laughs> no, at least throwing. two, you can change two is sides. Two not juggling, though, is it? You need at least three. It's not proper juggling, <laughs> let's face it. One is just throwing and catching. Two, Two is also throwing and catching. But both hands, so you have to be at least ambidextrous. Well, no. Oh, that's what I'd learn. I'd learn how to be ambidextrous. Oh, that's you the could learn anything in the whole world and you learn to write with your other hand. Yeah. <laughs> Neatly. I can already <laughs> write with my other hand. It just looks like crap. <laughs> Anyone can write with their non-dominant <laughs> hand, Amber. It's just going to look like crap. Well, your other hand's not brilliant. <laughs> oh, I think we need to move on then. So, obviously, there are some sequels. I would learn how to do podcasts. <laughs> wow, that cut me deep. <laughs> so, so, obviously, there are some sequels to The Matrix. Um, do you want to maybe pitch me? some ideas for what you think the sequels to the matrix might be spoiler alert i can already tell you i don't think you're going to get these right of course i'm not going to get them right no because what do you think is the matrix about without ever knowing anything about it i definitely wouldn't get it right because i will say that the sequels to the matrix are drastically confusing so Mm. Can't watch them then. <laughs> I'm not going to understand anything. Might that. have to. No. We, the sequels oh. is what gets into the realm of being philosophical. Oh, okay. And oh. expanding out the world, like the human world versus the machine world. Right. And, you know. You're telling me about all the sequels before you asked me to tell you. Oh, I, I mean, I, I apologize. I didn't <laughs> even really realize I was doing it. There's a glitch <laughs> in the Matrix. So, as a sequel, what do you think the second Matrix is called? And what do you think it's about? Okay, so I know that it's called Matrix Reloaded. Right. Um, so that's fine. That's just going to be put on the back burner for now. And they're going to... Um, Are you a fan of that title? Reloaded. Yeah. Not really. Would you change it for your <laughs> sequel? No, I don't know. No, no, no. It's no? no? I still it's don't think word, anything's going to be better than Robocop. It's Crime O'Clock somewhere. <laughs> that's what the sequel was called. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I just think that there's nothing really you could do. I mean, maybe you could call it The Matrix, There Is No Spoon. (laughs) 
The Matrix 2. Oh, mind-blowing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because Revolutionary. He, he is the one. Exactly. Now there's a two. Now there's a two. <laughs> he is the one, and then there's just going to be sequentially <laughs> lots of others as yeah. well. Yeah. I am I am the three. <laughs> <laughs> Still Keanu Reeves, though. Yeah. For some that's, reason. That's the only way they know how to make them. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so they're going to chill out, have a nice life, because she said she loved him at the end of this one, so he probably loves her or something. All right. And so they love each other. They have a child. and Right. In the real world or in, in the, the real Matrix? world, yes. In the real world, right, okay. And then um, they can pop in and out if they want. They <laughs> Go have, on holiday to they, the Matrix. Yeah they, have, <laughs> yeah, they have, like, yeah, they just have a nice settled-down time. It's just like a real life. This is what I want to see. All of my sequels are basically just... Two people that got together in the first one <laughs> having a nice having life a in the nice second time. one. <laughs> it's basically That's just all it. They're just like, I just want to see their life, you know? So okay. she goes, she's like, oh, I'm just going to go to Tesco now. Oh, you don't have to. You could just like magic it. I've just coded it. Yeah. All right. It's easy, isn't it? Okay. Oh, we need bread. Oh, but the shop's shut. Never mind. You can code it. <laughs> Neo can just like bring some oh, bread. Oh, no, actually, out. he could just say, oh, I've just fed myself in my mind. I'm not hungry anymore. He's basically, yeah, exactly. He's basically just digital Jesus, isn't he? So he can just do things. And it's just, it's there, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so, I, do I mean, what, So, that. yeah, they have one in the real world, but I yeah. don't want to see the birth or the pregnancy or anything. I kind of just want to see, like, oh, it starts and they've got a child. Because right. watching him being, like, born in that goo was enough for me. A little bit. Horrible, yeah, yeah, a little nasty. He was wrinkly and Yeah. Yeah. What about the third one? The third one... Oh, what is the third one called, actually? So it's Matrix, Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> Matrix Reloaded again. Yeah, Matrix, <laughs> I've run out of bullets in my clip. I'm I'm now reloading a second time. Yeah. What, yeah. So what is it called? It's Revolutions. Oh, yes, Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. Yeah. That's seen that they did. They, these don't mean any. They don't mean anything, do they? They're not like. Well, I mean, so the crux of the sequels, it basically does get very involved, but it's more of the humans kind of staging a really big final oh, resistance revolution, right? Yeah, I get it. Against <laughs> yeah. the machines. So they find yeah. more people that are woke. Do they, Agent or? Smith starts as a becoming a rogue program so agent smith yeah because he doesn't want to be there does he he doesn't he wants to no. get out. Yeah. so agent smith becomes a rogue program and kind of starts duplicating himself right. and taking over oh, yeah, the I've matrix seen that. i've seen him duplicate himself yeah weird yeah i've seen that and it kind of goes on from there. Neo okay, kind, yeah, of kind of standard, starts being able to control machines outside of the matrix oh. which is really weird and Agent Smith somehow managed to embody someone outside of the Matrix as well. It's because he downloads himself into someone's mind and then that person gets pulled out of the Matrix and he's still in the mind. It's very, very strange. Okay, that's it strange. does get a bit convoluted. Yeah. So what in your third film happens? I don't really have a third film, to be honest. I think it's a, I think it's a two and done. It's a two and done one. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of another way they'd be able to do it get do it again, really. Oh boy, well, do I have some news for you because currently in production, due out later this year, I believe sometime in December this year, is the Matrix Four. Uh... Yes. At the moment, <laughs> as far as I can tell, is titled The Matrix Resurrection. Right. So, so the machines are coming back. Machines perhaps coming back. Okay. Because spoiler alert. <laughs> well, that doesn't fit into my to my one at all. Spoiler alert for the end of Matrix Three, Trinity and Neo both die like quite absolutely. But as they've said, everything oh. in the Matrix Mate, oh, is. I'm not going to watch that then. Right, exactly. <laughs> Spoiled it for you now. I'm very sorry. Um, everything in the Matrix is circular. So the one does kind of come back round again. Yeah, but is he just somebody else? Yeah. Well, so if they said Keanu probably... is in it or not? Yeah, he is. So it's oh, probably okay. still Keanu. So he's not dead then. Well, he is, but he's just come back 
as Keanu again. <laughs> as Keanu again. Because he liked being Keanu so much. Yeah. That he's like, do you know what? I'll, I'm going to do that again. I'm going to mm. have one more go around as Keanu. Well, I'm not sold on the sequels, I'm afraid. Sorry okay. about that. So right. I think this is a standard. I'm just going to pretend that they're not there. And I'm just going to say, yeah, The Matrix was pretty good. It was... Do you know what? Actually, I, I'll be honest with you. It's probably better at this point to just not confuse you. Yeah, just, with yeah the exactly. Just to not be bothered. Yeah. Because The Matrix, <laughs> as, on its own, as a standalone film, is really good. Yeah, I understood this one. I'm kind of, I'm a foot ahead, you know. Yeah. I don't need to be taken back again. No. No. And, okay, admittedly, it is 1999. I don't know if it's still too soon to call The Matrix a classic, technically. It could be a modern classic. Yeah, a modern classic. Yeah, because when a car is over 20 years old, it's called a classic. Okay, so that's... Okay, so it can be a classic now. It is on the list of, like, every single list of 100 films to watch before you die. Like, 100 must-see yeah. movies. Yeah, probably. Like, it's... Matrix is actually, always in there. There is a lot of things that you don't understand from popular culture later on if you haven't seen that film. You're, in like, you're kind of in the dark a bit about it. Because exactly. even though I, I would see things and I'd think, oh, that's probably from The Matrix. And it was, yeah. but I didn't exactly understand why or how, you know, that type of thing. Or how in-depth the references yeah, so were. so I think you probably yeah. should watch it i think it's something that you do have to watch definitely. i mean spaced did a whole episode that was basically oh, yeah. a parody of the matrix See, i did know when i was watching that i was like oh yeah there's and i, yeah. I recognized things but yeah i didn't exactly like totally understand right and i think because it's been referenced and parodied and had all of these things done about it so much mm. that it is so ingrained in popular culture yeah. at this point i think that kind of automatically makes it a classic. I wonder if it's something, like, you know, when... So we've done The Goonies and The Karate Kid, all that type of thing. Sure. I wonder if it's something that people are introducing the next generation to, though. Right. Yes. So... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So it's kind of like, hey, come and watch this film, because this is a film that I watched when I was a teenager, and it made me, like, really woke. Yeah. And this is going to make you <laughs> woke. This is going to open your so eyes like, to the world around happen- you. Is that happening, though? So we know that parents are going, oh, come and watch this with me. This is Karate Kid. This is E.T. This is, like, The Goonies. Yeah. This is my childhood. And I mean, I think we're going to start seeing a slew of that soon. I suppose because... that hasn't really come to an age yet. No. Be- well, I think so, but because... Yeah, yeah, just now, maybe. So maybe it's happening. Anyone who was born the year The Matrix was made is going to be 20 or 21 at this point. So, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. They probably would have watched it by now and would probably think, oh, well, that film came out the yeah. year that oh, I was they born. passing it down to their children and things. So, the, yeah, exactly. So probably, yes, because thinking about it, Predator... And Robocop were both films that came out the year that I was born. Mm. And when I first watched those, when I was 15, 16, 17, whatever, I thought, oh, these are kind of classic films. So I think you might be onto something there. Wow, did we just actively define what we can classify as a classic film in in the realms of <laughs> our own podcast? Yeah, I maybe. think we did. I think we did. I We're writing the rule book, bending the rules. I actually okay. was surprised about how little the effect that man being like a double crosser had. He was kind of like playing them a little bit. Cypher. Yeah, but actually he just killed two people and then it was like done and dusted. I don't care about that anymore. That wasn't a big thing, was it? He was... I believe he was meant to take out everyone except for Morpheus. So he was yeah, meant to take I mean. out. So... But he drew it out so long that it kind of... But like as part of the yeah. film, I mean, he we watched him talk to the agent for like five minutes. Then we watched him try and kill a couple of people for about five minutes. And then that was it. So it's like, is there, was there any was there any point to that? But, I mean, what, what did what good or bad mean... did that do? I don't, apart from killing those two people, I don't... I mean, I guess it kind of shows the ramifications of what people can take as far as being introduced into what the real world is. Yeah, okay. Because he kind of could handle it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, right, I see. Yeah, yeah, so there might be some people that find out, want to go back, 
but want to forget all of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tried to come so to a bargaining. It's thing. given you like a new insight into yeah. people's minds about it. Exactly. But I just thought it was going to be a bigger, a bigger deal. Actually, there are two kinds of people in this world: <laughs> no. people that can handle no. what the Matrix is, and people whose minds will just crack under the pressure. I watched the whole of the credits. And okay. Got to the end. Right. And there's a website at the end that's what is the matrix.com password stake. Right. Okay. So I thought, oh, I'm going to go to that. All to right. See if okay. Still, you know, like like the Space yeah. Jam yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a relic thing. So I was like, I'm just going to go to that website and see what it comes up with. So I put the website in and it's not, it's not a thing. It's not a thing anymore. You put the website in and it goes straight to Warner Brothers website that just says The Matrix was a film. La, 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 la. You're oh, DVD, that type no. Of thing. Rubbish. And then, so then I found a Reddit thread underneath that said, has anybody got like a mirror of this website? And then we can look at it. Has anybody got anything? About and that didn't come up with anything. That just, I pressed it and then it said, can't open the page, doesn't want it is. Oh no, that's no. terrible. Oh, I know. Oh, that's such a shame because that would be such like an internet relic. Yeah. That's so. That would be but so I thought, I'm good. I'm gonna look that up and then no, nothing happened. But oh. also the synopsis on the at the end said that he believes there is a matrix. So it's not even conclusive that it's a real thing. Oh. It doesn't say he he has found out. It says he is led to believe. Or he believes. Oh, okay. He believes in the Matrix. He believes that the Matrix is a thing. He, it doesn't say in the synopsis that right. he finds out about the Matrix or... Well, yeah, but that's why they can pull him out. Because introducing someone to that concept, they kind of already have to believe that the world around them isn't real. But that's what they say, though. Yeah. He just believes that the Matrix ah, is there. Okay. What if it actually isn't? What, what if that's not what if that's not the case at all? What if that whole thing was just a lie? But that's the thing, you know. If you <laughs> believe that the rules of gravity can be bent and broken, then that's what you believe. I wonder how many people jumped off buildings and tried to believe that they could. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man and the Matrix have a lot of things to answer for. They they really do. Spider-Man they really do. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should round off this podcast now that we have defined the Matrix as being a modern classic. You believe that it's a classic? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent. Cool. So every episode, we get a rating from the person that hasn't seen the film yet. In this case, it's Amber. And every me. episode, <laughs> I will go on about it. And every episode, what it's out of changes. So, Amber, what are you going to give The Matrix, bearing in mind your father is a huge Matrix fan? Let's try not to hurt his feelings, okay? <laughs> we want to give it, like, one. <laughs> oh, no, don't do it! Don't do just it! To, just, you know, just to... Just to oh, when he listens to this, you are going to get such an angry text. Mm. What are you going to give The Matrix, and what is it going to be out of? So it's very difficult to give this a rating, I think. Okay. <laughs> do, do you, sure. do you agree with that? I, I kind of think it is difficult to give it a rating when you're looking at it and comparing it to today's standards and what's capable with filmmaking, like critically thinking about it as how they made the film, not mm. what the film is about. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. But... Going off of enjoyment of the film and like repeat enjoyment of the film, I that would change what okay. my rating of it would be. Okay, yeah. I think it's difficult to give it a rating because I can appreciate how it was made. I I also appreciate how like massive it was. And yeah. yeah, it just went crazy. So it was a huge influence in modern and popular culture when it came out mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing. And um, filmmaking technology as well yes, with bullet, yeah, time, bullet time and everything. Thing, when I first heard about that and I first saw it, my like my eight year old brain was just like, "So why are you so excited about that?" Because he was going mad yeah. about it. Like, look at this! Look at this! How did he even do that? Look at that! And I was kind of like, "I don't uh, what." Yeah. And I didn't understand why it was so exciting. And then as I got older and I thought, oh yeah, where's the camera actually? Yeah. How can you go all the way around it? How yeah? How is that happening? <laughs> so it took me like quite a while to work out why it was so amazing because like, right. you see it and then you go yeah and I just as a child I just go yeah of course yeah yeah that, because you just watch yeah. it and take it as that's yeah. what it is so I just see it and go right well yeah they've just made yeah. a film I didn't know about filmmaking or you know how they did things or how it was capable of doing things and all that sort of stuff so later on when I'd learned a bit more and I knew a bit more about everything 
I was like, oh yeah, how did they do that actually? That's quite, yeah. that's quite impressive. <laughs> so it did a lot of things for a lot of people and it did a lot of things for leather jackets as well. <laughs> the leather jacket industry went most mental them, though, Most of this. the ones that people were wearing weren't even real leather though because you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't walk around all the time with a long leather coat when it's real leather like that. Uh, I can attest to the fact that actually, yes, you can. Yes, I know, I know. I mean, it doesn't do well for your for your body. You dehydrate no. very quickly. But, so it shouldn't be but... real. But anyway, <laughs> and I did enjoy it actually. Okay. I did enjoy oh, good. it. And it was easy for me to understand, which I like. So, out of five, I think I'm going to give it four. Four. And okay. <laughs> Good. Well, right, I'm not going to give it a five. It's not bloody Karate Kid. <laughs> you didn't even give Karate Kid a five. You've given... So far, you've given the Gremlins and Cobra Kai five. Okay, Cobra Kai then. That's okay. Okay. God, even, God, even Goonies kid. didn't get now a five. That watched, now that I've watched Cobra Kai, I go back and watch Karate Kid and give it a five. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Right, Retrospectively, so... we'll change the rating from episode two. <laughs> So, I'm going to give The Matrix four worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for what it was going to be out because I was like, oh, what's she going to do? Can't be anything else though, can it? Is it going to be four red dresses? Is it going to be four blue pills? Oh, Is it going to be four whatever? No, four worlds. No, it's got to be something that's totally not anything to do with the film. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Excellent. 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 <laughs> It's a reference within a reference. <laughs> Inception. Is it? Right. They, they wanted to have yeah. a Matrix thing with Inception, but it was just too complicated. Yeah, and I think they tried to do the Matrix with Inception and do revolutionary filmmaking tactics and everything like that. And they tried to make it like the Matrix, but it just confused too many people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, so they should have learned something. Yeah. They should have learned storytelling from the matrix instead of trying to do all the other stuff exactly because they would have had a better time and i think that's i think that's what the they were key. trying to do though i think they were trying to be a bit like that and then yeah. actually the it was just too complicated the matrix tells a good story it does tell a good story that's what i mean and, and it's it and it's answers to, to all of the questions yeah, in a timely away. manner as well so there we have it the matrix is indeed a classic movie now that we've given it enough time to uh, to kind of stew and become a classic we're far enough away from its release now that it can be called a classic definitively and it's got four out of five words <laughs> I, I just like doing that I know, I know. but what do you all out there think do you think that the matrix can be considered a classic yet or do we have to wait a little bit longer is it as good a film as you remember it being or has it not aged very well with the advent of iPhones and internet in our pockets? What do you all think? Do you think that you would give it four out of five woes or would you give it less woes? Or would you even give it a full five woes? How many woes? Would you give The Matrix? We want to hear what you think. You can get in touch with us through Twitter. I am at Drew Bridger at amber inch and don't forget to use the hashtag bttr pod so that we know we are being talked about what else should they do if they've enjoyed this episode amber they should like subscribe and review on your podcast service and follow on instagram at bttr pod excellent don't forget to leave us that review that five stars we may have only given the matrix four woes <laughs> but you can give us five woes and tell all of your uh, matrix friends about it don't forget about the instagram because amber does our instagram and it's all really good stuff you can occasionally see some of our good faces on there but until our next episode all that's left to say is amber what if i could free your mind and show you the real world whoa 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 <laughs> i like it <laughs>